0: Hello and welcome to You Should Hear This, a podcast for the everyday association professional. I'm Nick Estrada, your host. In today's episode, we will talk about what it's like to be new to the job. We'll talk about how we bring new ideas, exciting energy, and an outside perspective to the standard work of our employer. Often, new employees can quickly integrate into the status quo culture of our organizations, and we'll talk a little bit about how to avoid that and how best to approach the changing landscape of the work and prepare new employees to make a lasting impact. Joining me today is Jamie Smith, CMP, National Account Manager with Choice Live. Welcome, Jamie.
1: Why, thank you, Nick. It's nice to be here. I appreciate this.
0: Nice to have you, even seeing you virtually. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit uh, just about yourself, your, your professional journey, how you've kind of gotten to where you are, and then uh, we'll get into the meat of today's episode.
1: Sounds great. Well, absolutely. Um, a meetings industry um, passionate expert, influencer, um, all the things that I think that I can say about, about yours truly. But I actually began my career in the meetings industry as a fellow planner um, with a nonprofit called Indiana Youth Institute and was there for 11 years. Um, my favorite part of that job was planning our annual convention, which I helped grow from 300 attendees for a half-day conference to 1,500 over two and a half, almost three days. Um, so I worked with uh, the team on so many different elements, um, you know, as director of operations for them. I wore very, uh, several hats, which I know a lot of our association members have that under their, their uh, world as well. And I um, Planning the conference, I fell into working with an AV production company um, that I didn't know, you know, didn't know there were other options out there and had the opportunity to work with another company who, in turn, after four years of working with them as their client, became a um, business development manager for them. Um, And worked with them. So I went to the dark side for (laughs) eight and a half years, if you will, um, meeting individuals such as yourself and other association planners and corporate planners and doing annual convention work on a large scale with that company and You know, then the pandemic hit and um, as we all did, we pivoted. I don't mind the word. I'm a fan of friends, so definitely pivot is an okay word for me, but I will say I used that time frame to continue educating myself and helping educate other planners in helping our business switch over to strictly virtual. And of course, in our world, we were already doing a hybrid component. Hybrid's not new, um, but definitely when we were focused only on doing virtual That's what we ran into. And so, um, you know, the last year, year and a half, um, and working with them um, and helping build business, even on a virtual standpoint, um, things were, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. And with the way the industry works, and thankfully, my networking abilities and my skill set of just being that quote, unquote, as many of you know, sunshine in the room. Um, And as Nick can see, I have the yellow walls behind me. But um, you know, staying connected with everybody, and um, it was all about networking to get uh, my other half into the webcast engineering life. And he actually was the one that ran across this new opportunity. That how can a company in our industry, an AV production company, be hiring in the middle of a pandemic? So yes, let's look into this. So it wasn't something that, you know, I was hoping to leave my previous company by any means, but. When an opportunity comes along that you just can't not do it um, to, you know, see something on the rise and continue developing my skill sets and actually having the challenge and finding the, the company that that values me in a way that I can continue to grow, um, it was a no-brainer. So all that to be said, in my journey of where I am, um, I am now with Choice Live Uh, four months actually with, with a company out of Lidditz, Pennsylvania, which who knew the touring company of the world, um, not company, touring um, industry, if you will. So a lot of concerts and venues. And if you think about Pink, um, the performer Pink and how she flies around the stadium um, in our complex uh, created that device to be able to do that. So know who knew so but this company has been around and um since 2005 but unfortunately changed their name on february 14th of 2020 because choice is everything and then the pandemic hit but (laughs) regardless um it has been exciting the last four months um learning different things and challenging myself and continuing to expedite the industry in a way that as we all come back, we come back with a vengeance and do it in a unique way. So how's that for uh, who I am and where I came from, Nick? (laughs) I think
0: that's great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you hit on the two words that um, I'm sure some of our listeners are tired of hearing, but I think we'll continue to hear a little bit about them. Um, So both pivot and the pandemic. And so I don't know that it is probably on everybody's mind to be changing roles during a pandemic. Uh, and I know you mentioned that, you know, when you get a good opportunity, there are some that you just can't pass up, but what was kind of that mindset for you as this opportunity came about and what pushed you to change roles during what I feel like many of us view right now is a pretty uncertain time in, in, our, in our careers, in our association work, all those kinds of things?
1: Absolutely. Great question. And I will say, you know, Yes, we all have to pivot and we all have to look at things differently. And I think even seeing how over the last 20 years, we've had three massive things happen to our industry specifically. And yes, our industry was hit hard, hit fast, and is going to be the last one to recover. So why would you stay in it? Why would you you know, switch and, and, and still be within that, not knowing what the future holds? Well, I'm, as I mentioned, extremely passionate about our industry and Knowing that we are social creatures as human beings, we will meet again, and it's not going to go away. Yes, there's going to be some rocky moments, and yes, we have some growth, and and it's going to be it's going to be a, a tough road as we can continue out of it. But you know, finding a company that. Challenges me in a different way. There's there was room for growth, and as you heard, with me saying I was with my 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 association for eleven years, and then with the other company for eight and a half years, and then you know starting a new venture, I'm not one to look. So when it, you know, the fact that I got prospected from my planner role to a supplier role, and then now you know the opportunity to look into this, I looked at it as as everyone I feel like does on a normal basis. You got to look out for yourself. And if there's an opportunity to continue to grow and as you see this pandemic um, change the way people react, have grace, and hope that we continue having grace as we move forward, what better way than to to take that risk and bank on the fact that we will meet again and we will have events, but we I can work with a company and with creative people to flourish and to help our planners. Find new ways of doing things, and be open and innovative. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I threw out my name threw my name in the hat and thought, well, what's what's the lose? Let's check it out, you know. And when I did the interviews, I fell in love with them. I mean, they're passionate. They have that same. It's almost like when you go to their website, it's like I wrote it. and of course, I didn't. but just the the openness to trying new and, you know, still even side note, talking to um, students within the industry or people who are thinking about coming into our industry, you know, I, I bring this all up. Like it, it's a, it's a rocky road, but it's a road that's not going to not be there. It's going to be there in the future. So, um, you know, it was, a, it was, it's a, it's a new challenge. And I think at a certain point in time, you've you got to continue challenging yourself because if you don't grow, then you you stay stale and, you will get out of the industry, but because of my passion behind it, I think that's that was the piece that I knew um, that even if I I made the jump, I would still land on my feet.
0: That's great. Yeah, and you know, it's it's interesting. I think even though you weren't looking, um, I I think we're seeing in not just our industry, but I think the workforce as a whole right now, um, there's a lot of people who are looking, right? Um, And so I know I said a little bit ago that like most people probably aren't looking to change and most people aren't, but we're still seeing a pretty significant increase, I think, in the number that are looking for new opportunities, looking for those places to grow. Uh, So as folks are doing that, uh, what are your recommendations? What was important to you as you started to outline this new opportunity to see if this is something you would you would do? What should they keep in mind?
1: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I, I will say ask all the questions. You know, when I, when I switched over to the dark side for the first time, <laughs> I didn't know what I didn't know. Well, now I know I've had eight year, eight and a half years under my belt to know that I want to be, you know, respected and valued as a member of the industry and not just an order taker or not that I am saying I was, but like, you know, look at the things that, um, you know, are offered to you. Think about the things that, you've had in the past the good and the bad and you weigh all right what what is my priority what is what is the the thing that keeps me you know whether it's a challenge whether it's um you know the people that you're working with and how you jive i mean yes i know everybody is over the zoom and over the virtual way of doing things and 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 like the the pivot my new favorite thing is it's so great to be together okay It's, we've been together. We're just unfortunately on a screen, but you can still feel like you can see each other like you and I are doing right now we can see each other and see the reaction. And I think you can tell the energy that people bring and I think if you're you're looking at a new job or you're out there, you know, searching. Find the people you jive with find the people that are going to support you and help you grow as an individual while you help the organization grow I mean I think that's kind of the biggest piece of it right. continuing to grow, that's, that's, that's what we are, or hopefully everybody's still growing and and progressing as a human being, even as you get older. Um, so, you know, I, I guess it's a matter of finding your, your passions, your excitement, things that keep you waking up in the morning and wanting to put that foot, that foot down and doing the whole Mel Robbins at five, four, three, two, one, just go get going. And, um, you know, working with others that, are in the industry for the right reasons. So at least in, in my thought process of if you're making that jump, like be open to it, but then also be reserved and, and make sure that you don't forget the things that are important to you.
0: Yeah, I like that concept of the last thing you said of not forgetting what's important, right? Because don't just go for, um, you know, an increased pay. Don't just go for uh, the company name that might be out there or that's the greatest association ever to work for. Um, because of their name, right? There's a lot of other pieces I think that go into just that total work experience for folks. And um, I think that those are all important things to keep in mind. All right, so you are, you said four months, right? Into the role. Yes. So as a a new employee, and and maybe you've talked with some of your your folks about this, uh, but what are you able to bring as a new employee to the role, to your department, to the company as a whole, just being new? Uh, again, just virtue of being new to the job.
1: Absolutely. Well, fortunately they landed a good one, right? I might as well. (laughs) Absolutely. Everybody says it. So I might as well start doing that too. Um, you know, my experience, I mean, the fact that I have the planner side under my belt, the fact that I have the supplier side under my belt within the AV and production industry, right. Um, but I also have the networking side of it to where, like I mentioned earlier, you know, staying connected with people I did that from from day one if even if they were a supplier whoever I met I met for a reason so I would connect with them on LinkedIn that's like my first Mm go-to and if anybody's not on LinkedIn for a professional like get on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. like why are we not utilizing this great resource pro tip (laughs) yeah pro tip that's right get on LinkedIn and utilize it um so I would connect with them and stay in touch. I mean, because we're in this industry, right? We're we're seeing people over and over again. I mean, even my friendly competitors, you know, I still say hi and, and connect with and you just never know because people like I did switch from one side to the other. So um, having that network and knowing those other fellow production companies um, right there bring into the table. Like we're a company who prides ourselves on having partners throughout the country to save costs. Um, You can get equipment anywhere, right? There's the nationwides of the world where you can rent equipment. You can bring people on as freelancers, but we like to align ourselves with companies similar to us. So if we're having an event out in Oregon, we're not going to truck our equipment from Pennsylvania to Oregon. That just seems silly. But we have a partner in Oregon or we have a partner in California. And the partners that I'm now calling partners, the people, the networking people that I had met over the years, I'm circling back and reaching out to them and bringing them to the table. So coming into a world that, yes, they having partnerships, who are your partners? So I get to bring in my people. I get to bring in the fact that I, over the, the pandemic, I've met so many different people with different platforms. Every No platform is perfect. There's no... Perfection in anything in life, but there are platforms that might meet the needs of this planner versus that planner, this associations group, you know. I'm able to bring those in and we do demos. They're open to learning the things that I have, um, you know, even sitting on tech calls and learning about new technology that comes in. There was one, you know, a new clicker that came out Um, that I shared with my team and then my team, you know, my, 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 um, internal sales team and they shared it with the full company going, Hey, take a look at this, you know? So having that value of knowing that I'm out there bringing things to the table and they're, they're owning it, they're accepting it. It may not be what we use, but they're open to it. They're open to the ideas that even though they're not a startup company, but they see what I've been through and and where I've come from, to learn, hey, you know, let's talk about per diem, or let's talk about how HR is is run, how how we reach out to people. Like I give my fellow um, uh, colleagues tips on how I work within LinkedIn, you know, how I'm reaching out to people, um, and and we bounce around those ideas, right? We're all salespeople, just like all suppliers are suppliers, all hotels are are hoteliers. And even before the pandemic, I always thought, why, why are we not all working together? And I think with the pandemic, we were able to look at that as how can we work together? Because we're all in it for the right reasons. We're all in it for people to meet and get out there, whether it's virtually a hybrid situation or back in person, let's do it together. I mean, that's the tagline of this past two years, right? Like a year and a half we're in, we're in it together. And. I think coming to the table with all of that um, as a new person with the energy behind it definitely makes it exciting for the team to go, okay, like let's keep going because, you know, we we went through that depression side of life of what do we do now? We'll twiddle our thumbs and you can sit back and go, okay, we'll wait until everything gets back to normal. Well, it's never going to get back to normal. It's going to be a new normal and get innovative with it, get creative with it. Um, and so I think, you know, coming to the table, as a a new person to a world that was focused on a couple of different things before, but is open to growing and learning new things, um, only helps all of us. I think I answered your question. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: You You brought up some really great points there. And there's two uh, that I I, I just kind of jotted down that I want to follow up on. So one, you mentioned, right, that one of the values or one of the things you bring to the new job is your network. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. a, I think, a key thing that maybe sometimes folks who are looking for jobs probably dismiss, right? Uh, but that network of people we know is really important. How would you recommend, though, that folks, if they're looking for a job right now, how do they identify those kind of intangible values um, that they bring, right? To Because it's not like we're the ones who are paying the company, right? They're paying us. But what do I bring to the table? How can someone identify those?
1: Oh, that's a, you know, I think with time, you start to realize it, whether you hear it from your contacts, they tell you over and over again, you're really great with people. You're really a great networker. You're really, you know, good at the big picture or the details. Think about how people have talked to you or talked about you, you know, interacting or uh, introducing you to other people. It, some and I, I am definitely guilty of it. I tend to stay very narrow focused and just plow through and get 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 my checks in the check box. Right, you have to step back and kind of think bigger picture of all right. W- what have others said about me? What get those recommendations? Mm-hmm. Right, lean on people. Just ask your friends and family or your colleagues or your coworkers. You know, give me three things that you think I'm really good at. And, and truth be told, you could even do the reverse of saying what am I not good at? And what can I improve upon? Um, So that could actually help you on the other side of it. Right. But I think, um, you know, finding what lights you up to keep going to doing more of, so you could take your whole day and go, all right, of all the tasks that I do in a day, what do I hate doing? What Mm -hmm. do I dread doing? Put those on the the burner. What do I love doing? Start with the the love first. And then when you find out whether it's, you know, the smaller detail oriented things or the follow up with the people or, you know, getting out and talking and and doing things, I think you'll find the either your strengths and weaknesses, right? But both of them are something that definitely brings the value to the table from a strength standpoint. But then you can also work on your weaknesses to add those to your strengths and add those to your values for you know, going out there and finding out what I really want to do. And then you can, I I think this where this conversation is going to go, you can target that to the right company, the right association, the right group that you want to work within. And then I'll full circle you even more connect with the people that are doing it, find those mentors, the people that are actually doing it now, lean on them, learn from them. Um, You know, I think I hope everybody's out there to help everybody. I feel like our industry, because of, especially in Indiana or who's your hospitality, you know, people are out there to help others because we're of service. We, we want to be of service. So don't be afraid to ask, whether it's ask for help to get better, to work on something, ask for help to connect with another person, ask for help to learn more about yourself. Because like I was kind of going, you know, down that narrow mind of, you're not outside yourself. And I think once you get outside yourself, you get, you're able to see more of that, if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. I think we're sensing a theme here for our listeners (laughs) of start to learn more about yourself, right? Ask those deep questions, reflect, because I think it is hard to find a job and really align yourself with that job and the role that you're going to do if you don't really know who you are and kind of what you're looking for. Um, So I think that Again, pro tip number two from Jamie today, then just start asking those questions uh, so you can start to work on those.
1: Self-awareness is key. And I will throw out there, meditation and yoga definitely help. Pro tip number three. There we go. (laughs)
0: We'll keep those coming for everybody. So you mentioned something else that I think is extremely valuable, which is learning just kind of from other groups that are out there, right? Like not leaving our past experiences behind. Um, And I think that those are really important I think obviously you have a little bit of a heads up here in the sense that you're not new to the industry. You, you've kind of been around, um, which is good. Um, and so how does that help you maybe approach pushing your colleagues, pushing your supervisors, your teams on what you've done and to challenge kind of that, that ever looming concept of, well, we've always done it this way. You know, you mentioned some of those um, HR policies and things like that. You know, I think about Somebody new coming in and saying I, I, this PTO policy, you know. But what if we did this instead? Um, you know, how do you how do you approach those conversations? Being new,
1: definitely. I think it's a matter of you know hearing what's being said. So start with listening. We have two ears, one mouth, right? As I say, do more listening than speaking get a feel for what is being done, how it's being done. And if it doesn't align with something that could be done more efficiently or effectively in your eyes because of your history and what you've been able to do in the past, um, then step back and think about how to quote unquote fix that, how to um, share with them, well, here's a scenario of what is similar to this and what I've done and here's how it worked out well because we did it this way versus the way we've always been doing it. Um, so I think proving some of the, the unique ways of how things may work better in a situation that you're not doing now, like the company's not doing now. Um, but having, having the research and having the, the backing for you always be prepared, um, to, uh, to address it eloquently and from start to finish. Um, I think if you, uh, unfortunately, I think if you jump into a situation where they're not open to learning from the new hires, that's a big red flag. And maybe that's even before you do that, ask those questions. So, so we kind of talked on this a little bit earlier, but maybe that's one of your interview questions Mm. to them. Are you open? Are you sincerely open to hearing what I have as an expert in this field and how I've done it in the past and how I can bring more to the table to help you evolve. I appreciate the
0: addition of the word sincerely there in the interview question, right? So I feel like a lot of people are going to just say, yeah, obviously we're open to feedback and how we can change our, our operations. But I think the word sincerely there, I think would make a lot of employers really think like, Mm -hmm. are we actually like, or is it just, we're going to put on a show and we're going to listen and then move on.
1: Right. And, and I know we kind of touched on the fact that because I am, ex, what, what's the experience? Seasoned,
0: no? might you? Seasoned,
1: <laughs> that's the right word. Um, I've been there, I've done that, but I've learned. Mm-hmm. And I think even with younger and not necessarily of age, but younger in the industry, you will learn more, but try and be aware and be open. So knowing yourself helps you know and are aware of other people and how they react. So you can kind of get that feeling, you know when somebody's lying to you, right? Like you, you know when they're sincere, um, but don't be afraid to ask those questions, I think is the, the biggest key because if they don't respect you for it, then you know your answer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As we think about um, doing a little bit of a shift here to the employer side, obviously um, you may have the opportunity to hire some folks, um, but what do you wish, all employers, association, vendor, hotelier um, new, when they bring on new staff to their teams? You know, what are the top two or three things maybe that they should be keeping in mind um, to bring people in?
1: Hopefully all of them are open to the wide range of experience, education, knowledge that everybody comes to the table with. So but being open is the key, be, be open to um, hearing everybody out and being respectful and valuing them. Um, you know, I feel like with my history of, of years of being with companies, I should have been born in the, what is is that the boomer age? I should have been a boomer, <laughs> not, a, not an Xer, um, generation X, but loyalty is, is, is good, and I still am very loyal to sometimes a fault. Um, but I think if a, an employer is loyal to your employees and vice versa, you know, that would make the world go around just a mm. little bit better. It, it really would. I think, you know, being leaders. So those that are hiring, be, be leaders. Don't be um, the boss educate, help them, help them grow. I think even, you know, from a supplier standpoint, for sure. Um, you know, salespeople, you want your salespeople to Excel. And I think the, the leader, the, the director, the manager, the, whatever their title is, who are hiring people need to lead them. And I think the more you help elevate them the higher you're elevated. Um, and I think that still goes on the other side with with associations, you know, um, being lead, being a leader is is the best, the best way to guide our industry, guide our events, and and not be a what do they say they call it a turn and burn situation. Mm. You don't want to be a turn and burn company. I mean, if not, you know, you you should just work at a different in, in a different industry. We want to keep them going. So I don't know if I answered your question, um, <laughs> but hopefully I kind of gave you a little bit of something to to go on. What do you think?
0: No, I think that that's great. You know, I think you know, when we we think about what companies are expecting of employees, right? I think there's a lot of times where employees have high expectations of their companies as well. Um, I think we're seeing, I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, I think we're seeing a shift in um, kind of the work or the values that employees expect out of their companies, right? I, I don't just want to show up to a nine to five job and get a paycheck and then go home. right? I want to know that the work I'm doing is meaningful, which I think speaks to some of what you've mentioned about passion, right? Your passion aligned with the passion of the company you're now working for, and I think that that's really important because that now creates a synergy between the employee and the employer. Um, and I think that employers need to recognize that and find ways to maximize that, to showcase that, um, and to be able to align that with um, with their employees. I, I think as well, there's just such an interesting concept of being open as you mentioned to the variety of backgrounds that people can come from you know i think the association world is always so unique because i would say outside of a handful of people i've ever met no one was you know 10 years old and saying i can't wait to be an association executive director like no one said that um i I can't imagine you were like i cannot wait to produce live events from the vendor side you know like that's not what we talked about doing and so recognizing that So many of our employees have these just amazing transferable skills. Um, And I I guess I would want employers to take a chance sometimes, right? Look at that person who you may not normally think would work well and go for it.
1: Yes, but I will, let me just caveat one thing. I feel like the industry is growing to where maybe there is a 10 year old wanting to be an association executive. You know, I didn't know. I didn't Mm -hmm. know about the live events industry. I was going to be an actress in Hollywood. I don't know if you knew that, Nick. I did I not. That's exciting. That was, I was definitely, but I will tell you, like I went to University of Indianapolis and I was a theater major, but I was really good at stage management. Mm. What is that correlation? Mm-hmm. Meeting planning. And on top of that, it's correlating um, sales. So yes, the meeting planning and all the details and the the intricacies of how you actually put a, put an event on, you still have to work with the vendors. You still have to communicate to everybody, your members, your, you know, those that are attending the events to bring them back year after year. And um, speaking, public speaking, you know, talking with you today, constantly getting out there and meeting people. um, You don't have to be an extrovert. I mean, I think I'm kind of the, the, what do they call it now? Introvert, extrovert. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm both Mm -hmm. because there are down times and you, you know, I, fuel up when I'm by myself and after a conference and I just don't don't want to talk to anybody else for a short amount of time but um, I, I there's a lot of correlation like you said to everything that you do I think that's another piece those that are coming into it as a newbie if you will and and doesn't have that experience is think of everything you've done utilize everything that you've excelled at and bring it to the table because i think that is going to only elevate you and elevate your your employee employer of knowing you bring value to the table
0: absolutely all right shifting to uh one of our final questions for you today So company culture, right? Super important. I think that hits on a little bit of what we've just talked about, wanting to find that synergy, find that connection to the company we work with. Um, But I think sometimes, right, that culture can also be maybe a little prescriptive, right? This is how we do it. This is how we've always done it. Um, And that's kind of what happens. And I think sometimes we see new employees move into that space, right? I'm here. I was challenging what we were doing maybe for the first few months. And then now I realize this is just how we do it. And so I do that. What is your recommendation or what are some um, uh, ways that you think new employees can kind of guard against that, um, how they can keep some of that challenging mindset uh, while still obviously supporting the organization?
1: Absolutely. So I think, you know, and, and kind of tap onto the culture piece of it. To me, culture is um, how well everybody gets along, right? Like how inviting you are, how... It's it's kind of hard to even explain, but like with our company and and me even being remote and hiring three other actually five other people being remote, the owner of the company is is a little concerned about how you keep that culture that he had created you know since two thousand five with the individuals that are physically there, um, you know seeing it on screen and knowing how we're all going to gel. It's not to say that if it doesn't gel, you, you don't go away. You want to keep that culture going, and I will I will commend our owner for that. Um, And, you know, I know it's still in the honeymoon stage, but I have a feeling this is, this is something that will continue. So I I look to seeing how that continues to unfold while still bringing to the table and challenging things. And I think, you know, I remember being at uh, my old company, my IYI, the the nonprofit that I was with. And I remember people would come in and um, have all these grand ideas and try to just hit the ground running to change things. I think as a, as a new person, you need to kind of get your bearings first to see, do you really need to change things? Are things working well in that they've always worked this way? Um, I think coming at it too strong can be detrimental to your results in the end to where it will stifle that down the road of being able to change and challenge things. Um, So, you know, take what it is, step back, kind of go back to that whole, I've done this before and throw it out there as an idea. Um, I think coming at it softly with the team members that are the ones that are gonna probably make the change or at least influence them a little bit more will be more, uh, it'll be a more respectful situation versus we should do it this way and, and you demand it. But I think you know, staying abreast of how things are done outside of your organization and seeing how others do it you know, learning different ways of doing it and at least throwing it out there on the table. Sometimes you might not, it might not hit, right? you pick and choose your battles in anything in life. Um, Hopefully everybody's looking at it from a a top-down perspective of being open to those ideas, but then also thinking, okay, no, it really does work better this way. And they can tell you why, um, but then hopefully tell you in a way that won't stifle you from doing it in the future. Right. So it's kind of both sides of of the coin where both parties need to be open to some things will change, some things won't change, some things will change and it'll fail, and we'll need to go back to the old way. But being having those open conversations and keeping people informed, I think that's one thing during the pandemic, a lot of companies failed to do, even outside of our our, our industry, is there was not a lot of communication. So there was a lot of turmoil and anxiety of going. What's going to happen? And 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 people fled because I think of that very reason that they, they weren't told that. Hey, we're going to take care of you. We're going to do mm-hmm. the best we can. We're going to, you know, work together. And yes, we're we don't know what we're doing. I mean, that's okay too. If you don't know, <laughs> just be open, you know, and tell tell people that transparency is huge. I feel like so. Um, but circling back, I think it's it's a matter of. Keeping in line with your with your goals and your plans as you give back to the the employer and and knowing that if if you hit a brick wall, maybe that's when you find out you need to look again, right? Like it's not to say that we can't keep growing as a as an individual because I think we should. Um, and if you're still loving the industry and you still want to add value to the industry, maybe it's time to take a different step.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jamie, I think we're hitting at the end of our time here, but I I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today uh, to talk a little bit about your experience as you've started a new role. Um, How can people, if they want to get in touch with you, how can they find you on the internet, on the Twitter, you know, all those kinds of places, how can they reach you?
1: absolutely. Well, thank you again for having me. This was uh, a pleasure and a delight and I appreciate speaking with you. And yes, I am on all the things uh, Jamie Teresa uh, and it's J-A-I-M-E. So I was side note, I was named after the bionic woman, Lindsay Wagner's character, Jamie Summers. So you got to spell it right to get to me. Um, And then there's an H in Teresa. So J-A-I-M-E-T-H-E-R-E-S-A. I'm on linkedin definitely start there that's the best place you're going to find me but i'm on twitter and uh instagram and technically if we want to throw in facebook i'm on there too but uh you know i I try to stick with the the industry loving uh twitter and um uh, linkedin so find me there
0: perfect thank you you're welcome well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of You Should Hear This. If you have any questions you'd like answered or future topics you'd like us to explore, please send us an email at info at isae.org.